I'm delighted to go through Psalms 119 with you. I shared in a previous session how I came to know this psalm. And boy, let me tell you, it was certainly a painful process. If you're interested in hearing that story, you have to check back with the previous session on Psalms 119. Now, this psalm is interesting because it has a total of 176 verses. Reading that many verses can be a daunting task, yet the author had a purpose in mind. The author wants to make the case that God's word is valuable. He emphasizes the fact that God's word has the power to change our lives if we treasure his word in our heart. Now, this is a powerful principle and it will certainly reshape us. I believe the author used the 176 verses just to show how big this concept is. Within these verses, there are several words that are repeated. Now, each of these terms differ somewhat in meaning, but they're all related and interconnected. Let's try this fun activity. I would like you to write down the following terms. These terms are found in our reading for today and throughout the 119th Psalm. The first word is law. The second word is statues. Thirdly, precepts. Fourth, decree, fourthly, decrees. Then commands. Then the word, word, as in God's word. And then finally, the word promise. You can look up the definitions of these terms and see how the slight variations of meaning adds greater texture to the writing. This psalm is so rich, I promise you, if you will allow it to penetrate your heart, it will bless you. There's several other words that are repeated in this psalm worth mentioning, and you could even do a study on those if you like. Uh, the uh, Words like the term heart, meditate, and love. Now, whenever we find something repeated in scripture, we must recognize that it is there for added emphasis. Think of it sort of like an ancient highlighter or bold or italic markings. The writer wants us to really key in on the subject, so he emphasizes it by repeating it in various ways. Let's take a closer look at this as we look at Psalms 119 verses 9 through 6. I'll be reading from the New International Version. It says, how can a young man keep his way pure? By living according to your word. I seek you with all my heart. Do not let me stray from your commands. I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. Praise be to you, O Lord. Teach me your decrees. With my lips, I recount all the laws that come from your mouth. I rejoice in following your statutes as one rejoices in great riches. I meditate on your precepts and consider your ways. I delight in all your decrees. I will not neglect your word. You see here that God's word keeps us pure. 
If you want to live a life that's untainted by the world, if you want to live a life that's unstained by sin and failure, unblemished by thoughts that plague us, we must then learn to focus and meditate and feed upon God's word. Secondly, we see here in the text that God's word is precious. It's the most valuable commodity. He says that he hides God's word in his heart. Growing up, my grandmother would keep her money close to her heart. Those of you who are old enough to understand this analogy, you know exactly what I mean. And whenever we were out in public, grandmother never had to worry about her money being taken from her or lost from her because she kept it close to her heart. Where it was hidden so no one else could take it, but yet it was readily accessible to her whenever she needed. The word of God is just like that. If we remain connected to God and his word, we can readily assess it in times of life's greatest troubles. We keep God's word close to our heart because God's word is valuable. Thirdly, we see that God's word is to be memorized. The word was on his lips. He said that he delighted in recounting the words of the Lord. He said the word of the Lord was just like having great riches. And he memorized this word because in God's word lies all the answers to life's greatest mysteries. The psalmist meditated on God's word. He considered it. He pondered it. Why? Because the word of God is to be used in all battles of life. It's to be used for our challenges. It's to be used uh, even in moments of joy and celebration. The word of God is always relevant to every time, to every walk of life, to every situation. So the psalmist takes Pleasure in hearing God's word, in receiving God's word, in speaking God's word, in memorizing God's word. Notice what he says. He says, I meditate on your precepts and I consider your ways. I delight in your decrees and I will not neglect your word. The psalmist saw God's word not as a burden, but he saw God's word as a blessing. God's word is our most reliable source in all of life. I'll end today's talk with this. God's word is the key to life and vitality. Those who treasure it will experience wealth beyond measure. Isn't it about time you start to fill up your treasure chest? Isn't it about time to fill up on the word?